It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell, and your golden years. And welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years this evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and that's also 3 p.m. Pacific Time. And today is Sunday, September the 30th, and we are back in beautiful Austin, Texas, where the weather, the temps are starting to come down with all the rain that we've had. Finally, we've had some cool nights. I love that feeling of the first couple of cool nights and so we'll enjoy a couple of months of beautiful weather I think here in Austin, Texas and this evening Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program of course is here to make the show run and we have another really great program in store for you and it's a packed show in a little while after the break, joining us from Vashan Island in Seattle, once again will be Terry Hershey, worldwide speaker, blogger, minister, and author of several books, including The Power of Pause and Sanctuary, Creating a Space for Grace in Your Life, as well as the weekly blog, Sabbath Moment. And then Lucinda... Later in the program, Lucinda Werenga, a.k.a. Sandy Feet, will be joining us later from South Padre Island, Texas, to let us know about this year's Sand Capital Days on Beautiful South. We'll also be speaking with artist and violinist Lauren Reed when she calls in from Oklahoma to talk about her artwork. And along the way, I'll be sharing some news. I have more news. And I'll be giving another sneak peek into my book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, with a discussion of one of the topics in the book, which is self-love. And I think that self-love is one of the basic elements that we need to help us stay on the path toward our passion and our dreams. So it's an important topic, and I will be talking about that for a bit. And if this is the first time that you're tuning into this program. I'm a licensed psychologist from New York City practicing here in Austin, Texas and in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas. And I work with adults of all ages and have the specialty of working with seniors and with caregivers and for the past few years have also been evaluating veterans for PTSD. And part of the time my office is in the wonderful Veterans Resource Center, Heroes Night Out, which is located in Cedar Park, Texas. And for information about this really great resource, you can check out their website, heroesnightout.org. Do you want to contact me? Do you have a message that you think I should know about, some information that you think I should know about, or a question, feel free to call me at 512-62. Send me an email to drmara, D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com, or go through my website, drmarakarpel.com. And throughout this evening's show, we will have time to take we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, 
please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air to my guests. And the email address is drmara at drmaracartel.com. And you can hear this evening's program again after the program by going to my website, drmaracartel.com. And the link to the podcast will be posted along with any website links that my guests talk about on the program later this evening. And you can hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, that's B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash your golden years. And for information from this program and updates about upcoming programs, to listen to previous podcasts or site links from previous podcasts, read my blog, find out about my books, my course, watch videos, all of that, one-stop shop, drmaricartel.com. And you can also hear all of the previous shows that we have done in the last almost five years on Blog Talk Radio by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash your golden years. And for upcoming information, for up-to-the-minute information, follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, for the radio program. And The Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Carpell for my book information. And my blogs are usually posted on both of those Facebook pages as soon as they go to print. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by Dr. Ronald DeVere, neurologist, memory specialist, and author of the book, Memory Loss. Every want to know but forget to ask. To make an appointment with Dr. DeVere at his memory clinic in Lakewood, Texas, or to purchase a copy of his book, you can call him at 512-261-7909, or you can send him an email to rdevere, that's R-D-E-V-E-R-E, at austin.rr.com. And his book is also available on Amazon. And this evening's program is also sponsored by StoryHouse. StoryHouse gathers your stories and turns them into multimedia collections that can be shared now and for generations to come. Have StoryHouse over to conduct a private interview in your home or invite them to your next big event or family reunion. StoryHouse, where your memories live. Find out more at yourstoryhouse.com or call 512-296-8752. Okay, so we're going to take a brief break. We're going to run some commercials from our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Terry Hershey. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years 
live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9222. Worried about memory loss? Dr. Ronald DeVere, certified neurologist and director of Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders in Lakeway, has been helping those with dementia and memory loss for over 12 years, specializing in the diagnosis treatment and counseling of those with memory loss and dementia. Dr. Devere also has a book to reduce your worry and fear by knowing the fact. Memory loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. Available now on Amazon.com. Dr. Ronald Devere, Alzheimer's Disease and Memory Disorders Center in Lakeway, and his book, Memory Loss, Everything You Want to Know But Forget to Ask. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 512-261-7909. I almost spoke all the words that I wanted to say. I almost saw what you look like, bless your wall. But almost doesn't count anymore. And a sure thing. Never will You almost felt All the things that I dream about And you almost heard all the songs that I sing out loud But almost doesn't count anymore And a sure thing never will So many things are so trivial to me when I see all the world around me and at times I forget the simplicity of it all of it all So many things 
are so trivial to me when I see all the world around me. And at times I forget the simplicity of it all, of it all. We almost had all the things that we wished we could have. And we almost saw what the world looks like most of all. But almost doesn't count anymore. And a sure thing never will. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. All right, and we are back, and we're joined by Terry Hershey, author of several books, including Power of Pause and Sanctuary and the um, the Great um, Sabbath Moment uh, blog and speaker, minister. Welcome, Terry. Thanks. I'm sorry. I'm late. <laughs> I, get, I guess the Power of Pause caught up with me. Yeah, you were pausing. So we were listening to some nice music by Art while we waited. <laughs> so, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> How's life in Texas? It's it's nice. It's, the weather is cooling down for finally. It's always this is my favorite time when the weather cools down here. Yeah, I grew up in Michigan, and so well, fall was awesome just because of the colors, but. Uh, I live in Seattle now, and uh, we 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 don't have a long fall, but when we have a nice one like we do now, we're lucky before the rain starts. So it's great. Right. Yeah. So, you know, thank you so much for being on the program again. It's been a while, but you've been on a few times. And, yeah. Um, and and I really I haven't been on I haven't been on since your book came out. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, and I want to thank you for writing a testimonial for the book. And you know, I quoted you in the book from when you were on the program. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's uh, it's, and, it's always it's always great. I um, just received a box of books, so I'll be sending you one. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm honored. I really am. I'm honored. Yeah. Um. It took a while to get my own copies, but I finally have them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's part of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, Terry, it's always good to have you on the program to remind us to pause. And I think that right now, especially, we really, really need your help. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was just... I was just writing my Sabbath moment, which comes out on Mondays, so, and I write them on Sundays. 
and oh, okay. uh, so you know, really yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The opening line is, uh, "Some days we wake up and the world doesn't feel like it's a friend of grace." Mm-hmm. And and um, and we don't, you know, we feel like, we we feel like we can't, we're not in control of anything. I mean, just this week alone in the country has been um, um, an internal explosion, you know. And, yeah. and and we don't we don't know where to turn or what to do or how to talk or what to say, and and we feel sort of unmoored. Um, mm. And so you know the question is, and so in our mindset we sort of want answers with this. Well, we want someone to explain it to us. Explain it to us. And, yeah. uh, and, yes, please and, explain and, it to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. Uh, did I? I don't know if did I ever tell. Uh, I maybe I did, but a, a story I've told in I don't know one of my books or something. But the um, the uh, a couple they're in a southern diner and their their daughter's a mom and a dad and a daughter is like three or something. And the waitress comes over and says, what do y'all have? And, and the dad says, you know, I'll have a this and this and this. And, the, and then she turns, to the, he, she turns to the wife and the husband says, and the wife will have one of these kind of guys, right? Uh-huh. And, so, and then so she takes her, but she turns to the little girl, the waitress does, and says, and sugar, what do y'all have? And before the dad speaks, the little girl says, I'll have a hot dog. And the dad blows up and says, no, she won't. She'll have this. And the waitress turns back to the little girl and says, "Sugar, what do y'all want on that hot dog?" So the dad's the dad's kind of exploding, and as the waitress is walking away, she hears the little girl say to the mom and dad, "Mom and dad, mom and dad, that lady thinks I'm real." Wow. Yeah. That's so I think I think what's happening in our country is we feel like we've been dismissed or we're not seen or we're not heard and, and uh, we want to know where there's a safe place. Mm-hmm. You write a lot about finding your sanctuary. Isn't that a safe place? Yeah, it is. And because one of the things, one of the things that um, is discouraging as, as a, as a, as a man in this culture, we're, we're all about bluster, you know. We're all about um, sort of uh, strength, but strength is about some sort of macho thing. But, mm-hmm. but sanctuary is about letting your guard down, you know. It's about being in a place where you don't have to prove anything. You don't. You don't have to impress anybody. You don't have to. You don't have to badger, and you don't have to. And and you don't have to, anger doesn't have to win out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 so it's interesting that in a world I'm I'm encouraged to be that other kind of Terry, the a very strong, accomplished macho Terry. But what, where am I encouraged to be the Terry who can? I mean, the whole thing about. Um, the whole thing, and, and, and as a Christian, my faith with Jesus is the is the deal that he saw everybody literally like that. He says he thinks they're real. In other words, he let them 
whatever their brokenness was, whatever their realness was, whatever their authenticity mm-hmm. was, they could just be. And right. uh, we we uh, we are in a place where that feels violated. So. Mhm. Mhm. So when people now, come to me and they say, "What do I do with all this?" You know, I'm my mind's crazy. I don't know what to do. I've got. I cry or I'm angry or whatever. And my first question is just tell me, tell me where you refuel. Tell me where you feel connected. Tell me, in other words, I want to know what, what, where that is for you because healing will happen there, or at least not healing so much as just a place where you're, where you find the groundedness to make choices that are life giving. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I know that you last last Monday your blog was about you know being broken, so it was it's also related to the same issue. Um, it is, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, this week I'm going to tell a story. It's from a, it's from the Sanhedrin. It's a Jewish story about um, somebody Elijah coming to a prophet and said, "Where's the Messiah?" And he said, "Oh, he's." out at the edge of the city, and you say, what is he doing out there? That's where all the lepers are. He said, I know, but he's, he's with all the broken people. And, and, but the Messiah, well, he said, well, how will I know him? And he said, well, the Messiah, instead of putting bandages on both his arms, he just put a bandage on one, so one arm will be ready to help those who need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the power of the story is that our capacity to be a safe, a sanctuary even for one another is from our own woundedness. In other words, I don't have to mm-hmm. be, have the, I don't have to have the right answers for you. I don't have to fix you. I don't have to make you somebody you're not. I can simply see you and know that you're real and ask how are you and give you a space to whatever, vent, talk, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a different world from what, we're, what we think we're designed to be in here in the United States. Yeah. Well, you know, the commercials on TV are all about how to fix ourselves. Take a pill and, and you'll be fit. <laughs> you know what? You're so right because every commercial is about whoever you are now, it's not enough. Uh-huh. In other words, you need, this, you need this thing to be different than you are. Every, commer- every commercial is predicated on the fact that whoever you are now, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, you know, your your blog reminded me, when you were talking about the brokenness, reminded me of Leonard Cohen's quote, there's a crack in everything, and that's where the light gets in. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's actually perfect, because the irony is it's not our, it's not our, um, you know, our having our act together that allows us to be present for others. It's just being um, open to that crack, you know, that brokenness, because that's the very thing that allows me to see you, understand you, embrace you, uh, um, to confess or apologize or be forgiven or reconcile. I mean, that's the power. That's the Mm -hmm. real power. So I'm, you know, I have, yeah. yeah, 
I, I just related it to personally, you know, even in writing my book, you know, I first yeah. started writing it as, you know, the psychologist, the expert. <laughs> and um, yeah, that, that um, that's a perfect yeah, it's a perfect illustration. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I had a, a writing coach who said, "Well, you need to get more personal. People want to know personal <laughs> stories." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm not supposed yeah. to be personal. I'm a psychologist. You know, exactly. people are supposed to know my personal stories." And she said, "Well, if you want people to read your book." and get something out of it, you need to be personal. So I started doing that and then discovered that it felt really good. The comments of people who have read the book have mostly been focused on how they appreciated that I was vulnerable in the book. That yeah. That was the 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 biggest reaction. So Yeah. You know, in showing that I'm broken allowed other people to help me to teach them what I've learned. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's just, um, you know, you should have written two books. One was just, just call it the, uh, the author's The Doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the other the other's just Mara. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, we... <laughs> well, you know, as, parent, as parents, we do the same thing. You know, we think... Uh, uh, you know, we we just come in and just fix everything. Um, and sometimes the child just wants us to be there and hold them and and in our own realness be there, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not aware of that sometimes. Um, and it, it, speaking of children, you wrote in that blog, I just, I really connected to that blog, you wrote about Won't You Be My Neighbor and how oh you my. cried watching yeah. it. I have to yeah, tell I you that <laughs> I cried. I, I don't think the only times that I was not crying for that entire movie was when he did things that made me laugh. I cried through the whole movie. <laughs> you know what's amazing about that is, and this is an interesting thing because Rotten Tomatoes, which, you know, is a, a online site that sort of rates movies. Right. The, the Mr. Rogers uh, uh thumbs up thing for Rotten Tomatoes is like 98%, which is like an impossibility, right? And mm-hmm. when back in the day when he was interviewed, Tom Junod was on there. He's a he's a he's he's from Esquire magazine. He was interviewed on the movie, but and he was the one who did a thing with Fred Rogers for Esquire magazine done 1990 something. And Esquire magazine had a debate, discussion, how can we put Fred Rogers on the cover, you know? We're a men's magazine. He's not manly enough, right? Right, And right. so they had this big discussion. This is just not going to work. Because Tom Junid wrote these remarkable, just like what you see is what you get with Fred Rogers. He touches something that is real. The child in us, which is uncertain and 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 brokenness because we want love. But the irony is they released it, the best-selling Esquire magazine of all time. You ready? Fred Rogers. Wow. Because people, there's stories that were written in afterwards of people who had Esquire, they're on airplanes, and they're weeping reading this thing. Hmm. You know, hiding their faces. (laughs) 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 
Luckily, it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to look like you're crying reading, reading Esquire magazine. <laughs> but that was the power of that, is that he was he, he didn't have any need for armor, you know? He put that down. Mm-hmm. It's an extraordinary gift. Yeah, and he, he, it's, you know, from the movie, I learned that he himself was broken. So he knew, he knew, he, he was in touch with that child inside of him who was broken and was able to connect with children and understand the areas where children are, feel insecure and nervous and scared. Yeah, you're right. Because he, he, in other words, he didn't run away from it or shy away from it, because mm-hmm. it was that one little his little tiger puppet that was him, kind of right. Right. And yeah. Right. So, yeah. He he literally let that he let that be there. He didn't pretend that was all over or fixed. That was yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And he dealt with really difficult um, topics. Yeah, um. <laughs> I know. He, I know. Yeah, I know. Starting with uh, the Vietnam War, and then and then uh, uh, racism, and I mean mm-hmm. uh, some big things. I mean he, and then he did divorce and all the things that kids have to deal with and death. And you know, yep. people say, well, "Why are you doing that?" He said, "Because I talk to them as people. In other words, I see them. I see you." That person yep. thinks I'm real. Mr. Arnold exactly. thinks I'm real. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I I was, you know, Mr. Rogers came out when I was a little girl. So I used to watch him daily. And I think that it, you know, it fits with what you talk about because it was a sanctuary. It was yeah, a place you know where is, we could go yeah. and feel, mm-hmm. Well, that is so true because that is so true because a sanctuary is a place of safety. It's a place where your identity, you feel like you're enough. You don't have to prove anything. So you have no, no other motivations that are there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he did what you talk about, which is embracing your brokenness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He did. He was. He. It was. Um, it's. It's a. It's a wonderful gift now to. To and I see where there's even going to be another movie come out about Mister Rogers, but um, hmm. to to uh, Tom Hanks is playing him, but it, to honor, to honor a man who who, who practiced you know those those realities. That um, that we are enough, mm-hmm. and that uh, from that enough we can create a space where we can see and love and give and heal one another. Um, that's a big deal. So, so in your work with sanctuary, and and I know you're 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 giving an e course on sanctuary and you know and you've written a book about it and about pausing 
Um, what are some of your recommendations for us to do now as adults? We don't have Mr. Rogers where we can go to um, yeah. the fantasy land that he has. You know, we we need to find our sanctuary here and now in this this world that we're living in right now. Yeah, and I tell because I do this, and it's uh, it's the sanctuary is a e course or whatever. It's for anybody and everybody, and and we start with a paradigm shift. In other words, we live in a world that asks us, "What did you do today? What did you get done today? What did you not get done today?" In other words, who are you and how do you measure it? No one says, hey, what made you glad to be alive? Uh, What Mm -hmm. made your heart come to life? Mm -hmm. Uh, What made you glad to be you? In other words, we don't get asked that. Um, And so I try to shift the paradigm by saying, "Can can we ask those questions? Because... There are places that do that because I don't, I was just with a group of, uh, of hospice workers um, uh, with a hospital up here in the Pacific Northwest about this subject of sanctuary. And I said, here's why I need you to ask those questions because someday I will need you. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I need you to be in the room with me present. And I need mm-hmm. you to be you, you know? And so I need you to have those, those spaces, those places. So tell me where you are seen. Tell me where someone thinks you're real. And it's different for all of us. And we all have those places, but we've not, we've not been given the permission to think that that's essential or vital or necessary. Mm-hmm. So, so we ask people to take a look at that, you know. Um, so is it something that people should do every day to find some sort of sanctuary every day? Yeah, because... Because, you know, some of us will say, yeah, the sanctuary is great, you know, on the beach, but I can't get to the beach. Um, right. <laughs> I said, I get it. Fair enough. But uh, what about that five minutes when I'm making my coffee and I take the first sip and I can sit down and I can just breathe and I can close my eyes? What about that? Mm. What about uh, what about when I look out the window and see the rose blooming and and and, and I can just smile and be glad? What about that? What about the opportunity when uh, when I'm with a dear friend and they smile at me and that's all I need is just a smile? Can I just close my eyes and and breathe in and be glad about that? I mean, sanctuary can happen in little moments too. Mm-hmm. And 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 yes, I have sanctuary is my garden. That's what I that's where I go for my sanctuary. Um, I'm looking out of my garden now from as I'm talking to you, but. I can I, I go there and you know I can go there for a half hour or whatever but I need to find those other little moments of sanctuary too those mm-hmm. times when when I can just simply say the words it is enough this is enough and so yeah mm-hmm. so it sounds like a combination of being mindful and yeah. having gratitude in fact, that's exactly what it is. Sanctuary triggers both those things. Mm-hmm. Sanctuary, the, the Celtic, Celtic Christians used to call it KM. And, and um, so KM was a, that's from, they were two, three, four hundred years ago, but it was called a circle of safety so that fear was left out, which is really about 
which allows you to be present, which is mindful. Mm-hmm. It, invi- it invites you to be mindful, which is exactly true. And mindfulness is fueled by gratitude. That's exactly mm. what it is. So gratitude is the fuel because very often I can, you know, I can try to motivate myself. Be, be more thankful. Be more thankful. but what i find out is if i'm mindful if i just sit down and pay attention to what i'm looking at there then i realize gratitude swells up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i can say wow i'm so glad to be here in this moment and that changes our whole day Right, our whole perspective oh, when dram- things are so dramatic. crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Dramatically, dramatically, because now I'm not I'm not beholden to something outside of me to tell me who I am. Right. Right. So when the world seems like it's falling apart, <laughs> yeah, we we can still feel like enough. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I had a friend, and I'm gonna, I said I'm going to say this in in, the, in Sabbath moment tomorrow. I said, you know, he, I said, we were in the grocery store talking about this because he said, how do you, how do we keep from going just crazy in our head? And he said, there's a difference between the big world and the small world. The big world, they don't have a chance, and I have to think about myself as how do I change the big world? I can't, but I can change my small world. In other words. Where do I stand now? And in your hmm. words, what can I be? What can I be mindful of, and therefore grateful of now? Mm-hmm. Because of that, I'm, I'm in a different place to give from this Terry. I don't need to be the Terry that either understands everything, or fixes everything, or uh, is stronger than everything. I can just be this Terry, but it's enough. And it- yeah. And- and the, yeah, thank you. Well, the thing, thank you. But because the powerful part is, it happens sort of when we're and and then it's after it happens we realize, oh, so that's that's the way it is. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like you plan for it, you know. Um, it's you know, just like mindfulness. Whenever you have a time of mindfulness, you're not thinking, oh, I'm mindful. It's, no, because you're there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I I always I've, I've spoken a lot about this on this program, and I've written about it about how it ripples. You know, it has a ripple effect. That you're in that place, then you're kinder, and you're more giving, and then that affects the world around you. I mean, we do actually have an effect on the bigger world. It ripples. Yeah, the, yeah. The ripples. The smaller world affects the bigger world. So that 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 kindness, just that one-on-one with the smaller world, who I'm with, that's what the ripple is. So I can't create what happens at the other side of the lake, but I can create this. And I don't even say create it, but I can be me with this person. Mm-hmm. And, and and it and it it takes care of itself. Right. So Terry, if if listeners want to learn more, 
<laughs> from you. Yeah. yeah. By, by taking your course or reading your yeah. books or I look forward every Monday to getting the Sabbath moment newsletter. Um Yeah, I love it. It's a great way to start the week, really. Monday, especially Monday, right? Thank you. Yeah, right, exactly. um, How can people do that? Uh, Just my name. Just my name, Terry Hershey, T-E-R-Y, and then Hershey like chocolate, terryhershey.com. Just go to my name, terryhershey.com, and then you can sign up for Sabbath Moment, which is free. And... um, and then they can see all anything about books or e-courses that are all on there. There's a new e-course called Sanctuary, which is kind of fun because there's a there's an opportunity for people to, in the course to talk to each other and show photos of sanctuaries and stuff like that. So that's kind of great. Um, oh, that's fun. But yeah, it actually is quite fun because everyone's so different. You know, it's a different thing. So you realize not everybody has the same place where they're refueled. But then you. You end up talking to each other, which is kind of cool. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, there's a novel thought in this era: talk to each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, Terry, it is always a pleasure to speak with you, and I already feel calmer just speaking with you. Well, I'm really glad. I, I'm very glad you do what you do. I was, I was delighted to read your book, and um, I'm always glad when we get a chance to chat. So, keep, yes. keep spilling your light. Keep spilling your light. Yes, thank you, and you too. And let's let's be in touch. Okay, we'll do so. All right. Enjoy the beautiful fall weather up there. Yeah, <laughs> I will <laughs> love every minute of it. All right. Thanks. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a brief break, and we have lots more to come, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas. Every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. All right, and we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpel and your golden years right here on drmaricarpel.com and on blogtalkradio.com. I feel very calm now. Um, Terry has that effect, and I really highly recommend um, signing up for his free newsletter, The Sabbath Moment, and and um, taking a look at some of at some of his books as well as the e-course. I think they're, you know, I think it's really powerful, very powerful stuff, and we really need that right now. We all need to have that calmness. Um, so I'm going to talk in a little while about um, self-love, which I think kind of is uh, dovetails with that discussion about finding sanctuary and feeling like enough. Um, and 
I think it's an important factor in following your dreams. And so that's kind of a sneak peek into my book. It's one of the chapters in my book about self-love. Before I do that, let me just let you know the latest news. So I do have news. I was invited to um, get be interviewed on One Life Radio, which is a show about alternative and holistic health, on, which is on iHeartRadio. And that interview will be live in Dallas. So if you're in Dallas, you can hear it on iHeartRadio at 12.15 p.m. I think it's talk radio. It's actually talk radio, 11.90 a.m. And then after that program, everybody can hear it. It'll be available on podcast, and that will I will be posting the link to that, and that's on the website of um, One Life Radio. And the topic will be my book, as well as a special focus on the the section of the book that's food for the soul. And that was actually how they found me. They found my Huffington Post article about food for the soul, and so um, found out about my book. And so they would like to talk about both the book and that section. So that'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. And if you haven't heard, if you haven't been tuning in, my book um, hit international bestseller status in ten categories, and so now I'm an international bestseller. Yay. Um, and it is out in paperback. It's been out in paperback since September 10th. So you can order that on my website at drmaricarpel.com. There is a book page where you can just click on the link, and it will take you to the Amazon site for my book, and you can buy either the Kindle or the paperback, or you can go to Amazon and um, just put in my name. Uh, if you put in the passionate life, then you need to put in the second part. Otherwise, a lot of books come up by all different authors because I guess that's a popular beginning to the title. So you have to put in the passionate life, creating vitality and joy at any age, um, or even just putting in creating vitality and my book will pop up. Um, it is being sold on other online Sellers, I don't know uh, which ones, so check out your favorite ones and see if it's there. Otherwise, it will be at Amazon. I have a few book events coming up very soon. Right here in Austin, Texas, I will be at Book Woman, and that will be October 9th at 7 to 8.30 p.m., and I will be doing a short reading from the book and a book signing. And you can purchase the book from from book woman for me to sign and it'll be um, slightly less expensive than ordering it from Amazon so there'll be a discount in other words if you come in person to and I would love to meet you if you're here in Austin I will also be in Colorado Springs in the Colorado Springs area in Manitou Springs which is right outside of Colorado Springs Colorado on October 21st at the Good Karma Cafe, and that'll be at 3.30 to 5.30. So if you're in the Colorado Springs or Manitou Springs area, I would love to meet you there. So, And again, it will be a discounted rate if you buy the book 
there. I will have, it's not a bookstore, but I will have plenty of books for you to buy and to have signed. And I will do a reading. And the same thing at Paragraph Books on South Padre Island on January 25th. The time for that will be announced. It will be in the late afternoon or early evening on January the 25th. It's a Friday at Paragraph Books on South Padre Island. And that's a cute bookstore. um, And they have many book readings there. And I think that that will be a fun a fun event. And I'm arranging some other book events in Colorado while I'm up there as well as here in Austin throughout the fall and the winter and maybe the spring as well as in the New York area when I'm up in New York in December and then in the spring. So so stay tuned. And all of this is listed on my website on the book page. So if you're on my book page, you'll see anytime an event is um, scheduled, there will be a post about it. So take a look. These are all there right now, so you can take a look um, for that. All right, so the other news is I'm working on my online course that follows up the book. It's called Living the Passionate Life, and that will be available probably in November or December. I'm I'm just working on it right now. Uh, There will be a pre-launch discount so people who um, prepay for the course um, will get a tremendous a very large discount from the price of the course so um, I'll let you know when that pre-launch is available and let's see blogs the blog on medium.com and I have several blogs on thriveglobal.com and you can find all of my blogs on my website and just click on publications and that's how you find my blog. All right, so that's enough of the news. I will fill you in on anything new that comes along as it comes along. And if you follow me on Facebook, you'll find out everything up to the date, um, any news up to date. And of course, follow me on my website, drmarisparkell.com. Okay, so I wanted to talk about increasing self-love. And I think um, Terry brought up an important point in talking about uh, finding sanctuary and in that when we um, find sanctuary during our day, whether it's a place or a moment in time where we can be mindful and grateful for that moment where we feel peaceful, he brought up that we feel like enough at that moment we feel like enough Um, and I I think that that's like the main theme of loving ourselves is feeling that we are enough because we're all broken in one way or another none of us is perfect and if we are waiting to become perfect in order to accept ourselves it will never happen because we will never be perfect and we'll just keep waiting. And that's not what life is about. Life is about following our passion, enjoying our life at this very moment and not waiting for the future to enjoy it. And in order to follow our passion and go for what we really want and create um 
a passionate, vital life. We need to feel like we're enough and we need to love ourselves. If we want to create positive relationships with other people, then we really have to love ourselves first. It's really the primary um, factor in relationships and in enjoying life is loving ourselves. If we are constantly looking for outside validation of who we are and finding happiness, then we may feel happy at times, but the happiness will not last very long because all of that is temporary. Meanwhile, who we are is per- is permanent for as long as we live, that we can feel like enough till the end of our lives. And if we feel like enough and we feel happy within ourselves, then we feel true happiness. And uh, and that doesn't mean that we're, we don't feel sadness, we don't feel anger, we don't feel confusion. Those are normal emotions. Um, but emotions and a state of being are not the same. So our state of being can be happiness and, and a state of love. And the emotions are very temporary ripples on the outside, kind of like ripples on the water where we feel sad because something sad has happened or we feel angry, which is healthy to feel. It's an emotion when something causes us to feel angry. We don't want to live in a state of anger. That's different. can be very destructive and, and make us sick. It certainly takes away the joy in our life. But feeling a ripple of anger about a situation is temporary. So there is a difference between state, a state of being and an emotion. Um, if we want our state of being to be that of love and true happiness, then we need to have that feeling of inner inner love, loving ourselves with all of our all of our faults. And in order to do that we need to be aware of our faults and accept them. So, you know, embracing the broken places as Terry has spoken about. Um, but how do we do that? We you know, it's real easy to talk about loving ourselves, but how do we get to that place of loving ourselves? In my book, I, I write some tips, but I want to start off with Terry's um, suggestion, and that is finding sanctuary every day, finding a place where you can be peaceful and feel like enough and feel safe every single day, whether it's five minutes or a half hour or an hour, whether it's sitting in your garden or or sitting in a a place that you have set up in your house as a meditation spot, sitting at your window, or just wherever you are, enjoying the moment, taking a breath. Enjoy. When, when Terry talked about taking your first sip of coffee in the morning, I could totally relate to that. That's my favorite time of the morning is making the coffee and taking my first sip of coffee. Enjoying time with a friend, being mindful. That's a really important part of self-love because, as he mentioned, in that moment you feel like you are enough 
And in order to love yourself, you need to feel like you're enough. Um, then I think that, as I wrote about, I think it's really important to treat yourself like you're worthy right now, even if you don't believe it. So even if you have a hard time loving yourself and you feel very broken and you just can't accept that, but you start to treat yourself like you would treat someone whom you love, then you start to believe that you are worthy of that love. Then you realize that you are enough. So one of the ways of treating yourself as worthwhile is actually spending time figuring out what your passion is and taking steps towards achieving it, not waiting until you are um, perfect in order to follow your dreams. Actually take steps now to follow your dreams. And if you do something every day to achieve your dream, then you start to feel like you're worthy of achieving your dream. Um, Do things throughout the day and every day that, cheer you or inspire you. So read an inspiring book or read, if you don't have time to read a book, read the read a passage from a book. Have a book that you feel really makes you feel good, that when you're reading that book, you feel like that person is there with you. And when you can read a page of that book, it feels good. Listen to relaxing music. Sit in your garden. Do all of those things to find sanctuary. Um, make a list of things that make you feel good and they could be very small things like drinking a cup of coffee or smelling a rose. Make a list of things that feel good and pick three to do every day and switch them around um, from day to day. Or do You know, they can be exercising, doing yoga, anything that makes you, that inspires you and makes you feel good. Surround yourself with positive people who love themselves and who treat you with love and respect. People who really, truly, sincerely love themselves are not narcissistic people. So people who try to puff themselves up and talk about how wonderful they are are compensating for really not feeling very good about themselves. And those are people who very often will put other people down in order to make themselves feel better. People who really feel good about themselves don't do that. They they feel secure in who they are and secure enough to share that love with the people around them to feel that other people are also worthy of love. And when you are in the the company of people like that who are really positive, who don't have to prove anything because they feel pretty good about themselves, and who treat you with love and respect and feel like you're enough, it helps you to then feel like you're enough. Not that you need to rely on other people to validate you, but being around positive people um, that, you know, give gives you good role models to follow. They are modeling for you what it's like to be peaceful 
within yourself. And that helps us to learn how to do it for ourselves. And then a really difficult part of this is turning off derogatory, negative self-talk. You know, we're constantly putting ourselves down and telling ourselves that we're not good enough. Um, Sometimes it's really hard to turn that off. But if we can at least tune it out and not pay attention to it, just know that it's nonsense, that it's, you know, it's just that little voice that's always chattering away and not pay attention to it, then eventually it dissolves or becomes really just a whisper that no longer, um, that you no longer believe. Um, And stop listening to the negativity of other people. Now, I've talked about this before on the program. I've written a whole chapter about this, not listening to the criticisms of other people. Um, Being able to tune that out as well and understand that people say negative things to us when they're not feeling very good about themselves. So we can have compassion for them, but we don't have to believe everything negative that they say about us. And forgive them. Forgive them. Understand that they are coming from a place of pain. And forgive ourselves as well for when we act in a way that is painful, that we act out of pain. We hurt other people and we hurt ourselves. We need to have some compassion for that side of us. Um, And certainly if we hurt other people, then ask them, you know, to you know, apologize to them. Um, sit down and make a list of your positive traits. What do you like about yourself? That might be hard to do at first, but once you get going doing that, it gets easier. And treat yourself like your own best friend. So what would you say to your best friend um, if they told you some of the things that you say to yourself, you would you would tell them, hey, why are you so hard on yourself? So talk to yourself like that. Spend some time talking to yourself, making believe that you are your own best friend because, you know, you that's really your goal, to become your own best friend. And then finally, have a sense of humor, even about your mistakes. If we can laugh at ourselves, then we can create a more realistic perspective and recognize that we are only human. So a sense of humor is really, really important. And, you know, once we learn to love ourselves, then that feeling that there's something broken, that there's a hole inside of us that we need to fill with drugs or food or unhealthy relationships and other addictive behaviors, goes away. We have broken parts as we talked about before, but they no longer feel like there's something that needs to be filled in. We realize that they are already filled with light. So on that note, we're going to take a very brief break. And when we come back, Lucinda Werenga, aka Sandy Feet, will be joining us from South Padre Island to tell us about Sandcastle Days. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. 
All right, and we're back. <laughs> if you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Corpel in your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracorpel.com. And joining us from beautiful South Padre Island, we have Lucinda Wierenga, a.k.a. Sandy Pete. <laughs> hey, Hi, Lucinda. Dr. Mara. <laughs> How are you? I'm very good. Uh, a little bit wet here today, but... Uh... You know, it's the sun will shine again. Thank you. Is it raining <laughs> down there on South Country Island? It is. It has been raining for it seems like days. It's uh, oh, wow. yeah. The plants are loving it. It's everything very green. I was going to say <laughs> everything must be so green. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But uh, it's going to all clear up, and we're going to have beautiful weather for the thirty-first annual Sandcastle Days coming on up. So when is when does that start? Well, the sculptors have started arriving into town, um, and uh, we will start on the demo sculpture, the sculpture that features all the logos of our generous sponsors, and we're going to start on that tomorrow, and uh, we'll work on that for two or three days, and then the contest starts, and then it's going to be amazing. <laughs> so when are the contests? Are they on the weekend or... Um, the master set, uh, the master sculptors will start uh, Wednesday afternoon if we uh, if we get our demo work done in time Thursday morning, and then mm-hmm. uh, they will work Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Saturday morning, uh, the uh, amateur contest starts, and we also um, a new feature this year. We're going to offer free sandcastle lessons. It's part of our sand camp program, and those oh, wow. will be on Saturday and Sunday. And our sand camp counselors will be out there in full force, um, starting real early, at like 8:30 on Saturday morning or 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. So you can come out at 8:30, learn how to build a sand castle, enter the amateur contest, walk away with all the prize money, and um, you know, there you are. You do it all in one day. Wow. Wow, that sounds like so a great we're very excited. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be all kinds of live music, and there's bouncy rides for the kids, and our vendors, you know, you're going to find some great deals on some fabulous things that our vendors sell right there at Clayton. So it's uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. So where on South Padre Island is it? Well, it's at Clayton's. Uh, Beach Bar is uh, kind of right across the street from the convention center. There's lots of parking, so you don't have to worry about that. And, uh, of course, there's all kinds of good stuff to eat and drink right there at Clayton's. And uh, amazing sand sculpture. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Saturday night, after the uh, everything's over, well, actually, there's the trash and show, too. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. Uh, Nancy and Lori, every year, they get together and they pick a theme, and then they make the costumes out of discarded items that have been found on the beach. And this year's theme is Straw Wars. So we're going to okay. have uh, yeah, all the characters from the Star Wars shows uh, decked out in costumes made from trash. If you have a hard time imagining that, yeah, come over and see it because it's really it's it's a it's an amazing show they put on every year, and that will yeah, be at uh, 
Yes, four o'clock um, on the deck at Clayton's on Saturday, uh-huh. October sixth, coming up. And then, I mean, it just goes on and on. The night, that same night, we'll be doing uh, the uh, Sandcastlers Ball. This is the fourth, somewhat annual Sandcastlers Ball, and uh, you're invited to dress in something that makes you feel fabulous and show up at Tequila Sunset. Uh, we'll start about seven o'clock. We'll have live music. You can meet the sculptors, all the, the master ten master sculptors we have coming from all over the world. We'll be there, and uh, we'll know the results by then. So you can either, you know, tell them that's who you voted for, or say sorry. I think your competitor should be one. However, you want to handle it. What what but, time does uh, that start again? What time did you say? That's at seven o'clock. Okay. At Tequila Sunset on South Padre Island. We're going to have great food. And uh, the, the proceeds all go to our, our nonprofit uh, charity organization, Sandcastle Island, Inc., which uh, puts on the Sand Camp program where we give free Sandcastle lessons to everybody. We, we did that all summer. It was a real success. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, so how many um, professional sculptors do you have there? Well, this year we have 10. Uh, we've uh-huh. got a couple of local people, of course, Walter, amazing Walter, and myself. Um, some of the uh, the usuals that come every year would be Karen Freilich from uh, Toronto and Abe Waterman from uh, St. Edward's Island, both in Canada. And this year we, we've got uh, some new people that are coming. We have a couple of Europeans, one from uh, Holland. His name is Joris Kivitz. He's a real up-and-coming star in the sand sculpture world. He's he's uh, he's winning left and right. He took I think Sculptor's Choice Award at uh, Virginia Beach just, just this past weekend. And then we wow. have coming all the way from Latvia. Sanita Ravina is her name, and uh, this is, will be her first time competing in the U.S. She's um, she's shown everybody how to do it over there in Europe, but. We're uh, real excited to see you know, what she uh, what she's got lined up for us. Wow, very nice. Yeah, that sounds so like it's... a great weekend, Lucinda. Um, yeah, I think it will be. No red tide, and the weather's oh, going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Is there a website where people can look up that information or a Facebook page? Absolutely. Yeah, so you can look us up at sandcastledays.com or uh, we're also on Facebook. Just do a search for Sandcastle Days, South Padre Island, and you'll find us there. I've been uh, updating things. I've got lots of information about our master sculptors and about the Sandcastlers Ball and and a little bit of information about a new uh, sand sculpture event that's coming to South Padre Island for the holidays this year. We're going to have a holiday sand sculpture village uh, in a 40 by 40 tent that will be at the South Padre Island Convention Center and will feature um, you know, traditional and maybe not so traditional holiday, Christmas, New Year's, uh, Hanukkah, we're going to try and cover them all. And uh, there'll be an animated light show uh, to go with it, you know, set to music. It, it's going to be something very nice. unusual. Yeah. Yeah, it so, sounds it. 
That will open right after Thanksgiving. So a lot of the same sculptors will stick around and help us build this holiday village before they leave. Very nice. And wow. so it's been very busy. And and you know what? I am so excited about your new book. Congratulations on that. And I've, Thank you. Uh, I've got my Kindle copy, and as soon as I have a few minutes, I'm going to sit down and read it because the reviews are excellent. I so appreciate congratulations. that. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. I'll be down doing a book signing down there on South Padre Island at um, Paragraph in January. Oh. Awesome. Well, I hope uh, you come. In January, because, you know, they would make great Christmas presents. Yeah, well, we decided to wait for the winter Texans to show up. Sometimes they're not there till after Christmas. So You're right. Yeah, Yeah. they like those book signings. Yeah, me too. So (laughs) it'll be the end of January. It'll be a... Yeah. Um... Great. So thank you so much for coming on. Good luck with this Sandcastle days, and we'll have to have you back on soon to talk about what you're up to and the contest you're doing. Yes. Well, that would be great. I'm sorry. My dogs are going crazy here. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Merrill. All right. It. You have a good evening. All right. Thank you. Bye. You too. All right. So, um, and now we're going to go right to our next guest. Lauren J. Reed is joining us from Oklahoma, and Lauren is a violinist and an artist. And this evening she's talking about her artwork. And uh, good evening, Lauren. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, Excellent. Just so you know, there's a slight delay when we speak like this. Okay. Okay. So how are you? How are things up up in Oklahoma? It's going good. It's a busy time for me. I've got a lot of shows coming up and potential shows. So it's a bit like a uh, art factory over here at my house. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about you because I don't think you've ever been on this program before. Yeah, this is my first time. I am a um, Native American painter. I do contemporary work, um, drawings, paintings, primarily having to do with my heritage. I'm Choctaw and Cherokee of Oklahoma. So I started doing primarily Native work about five years ago, and I just really fell into that and have been loving it ever since. Wow. Yes, and I've seen some of your paintings. They're beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, really, really like them. I'd like to have one hanging in in the house here. Well, you can get which whenever you want. (laughs) I do custom pieces as well, so it's not just Native work. Um, I do a lot of portraits mostly, um, but I also enjoy doing animals, uh, nature photos, really anything. I do a lot of memorial pieces for people, and that's always really special. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you have any shows going on right now? Where do you show Um, your artwork? 
Well, next weekend I have a show. Um, it is through Chickasaw Nation. It's called CSAM. And the opening is in Sulphur, Oklahoma at their cultural center. And then on Friday and Saturday, there's a big show, and I will have a booth in that in Tishomingo. So they've got their big heritage week they're celebrating. So I'm going to be a part of that and hopefully win a ribbon for once. <laughs> yeah. And, so. Yeah. So, and then um, I've got some shows brewing up, one in Chicago in November, and it's my first time to show out there at Trickster Gallery. I'm part of a new exhibition called Native American Body of Art, and Brent Learned put that together, and there's some other wonderful indigenous artists in that. It's a little different because it is nude body of art. Um, so, you know, after many years of practicing drawing nudes in school and everything like that, I got into the native art market and noticed that there wasn't any of that. And in all other cultures, there are. So we're kind of opening up that conversation a bit. Should be really good. Yeah, yeah. interesting. And so that's in that's in Chicago in November. Yeah, it's the, like, last day of November running through that weekend. And mm-hmm. it should be really cool. We're going to have a workshop and a panel discussion dinner it should be really a good show. Uh, these are contemporary Native artists, and that's something that's kind of blown up in popularity recently. As you can imagine, after colonization, uh, contemporary Native was just kind of a weird thing to people who are traditional. But we're still here, and this is uh, how we're living now, and it's kind of a picture of that. Mm-hmm. Wow, very nice. Um, so do you do any shows in Texas? Or do you have any I Texas do. shows coming up? Um, I think I'm going to be there in November doing a Raw Artist Showcase in Austin. I want to say that's oh. the 15th. And I've done many of those shows. Yeah, those are fun shows because uh, they have artists, they have performers, fashion show they're really kind of a big party and that's usually over there at emo's on the east side and um i'll be selling tickets for that so anybody who wants one can just hit me up um and i'll help them out with that but those are really fun shows so i should be back there for that oh that'll be fun maybe we'll maybe we'll get to meet over there Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, you should come. Those are really fun events. They're very lively and super artistic, and it's kind of a hip crowd. You know, a lot of beautiful people, but really all ages. Well, it's 21 Mm -hmm. and up, I believe, so. Right. Not all ages, but yeah. So this one's not specifically Native American. No, it's not. Um, Raw Artists, um, that's a company that does shows all over the world, and you can choose to sign up, and you have to push tickets, and then the next show you get for free, but it's a way for you to try to get support for your shows, so if all the artists there sell 20 tickets, then more people show up, you know, and if people are willing to pay to get in, they're probably more interested in supporting art. And so they buy and things like that, but they're really nice productions. Mhm, mhm. 
Yeah, but they're, um, they're a younger crowd a lot of the time. Right, right. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so where do you where can people check out um, your artwork or find out where you're going to be having a show? Well, the two best ways to keep in touch with me are on Instagram and Facebook. And my handle is Lauren J. Reed, and that has two E's. And um, you can just hit me up through there. And if you want to order anything or you see a photo of something you like, you can uh, contact me and see if it's available or if you want me to make something similar. All of my art um, is one of a kind. So I also paint on leather and denim, and I'm kind of working on expanding that Lauren Leather line and that's been so much fun and I'm starting to do some jewelry with that as well so a lot of things coming up for the holiday season um, you know art a fantastic gift if you plan to custom mm-hmm. painting for somebody I mean you would feel really special to receive that it's not at all a last you know minute gift right sure yeah sure Okay, and then you also list all your art shows on Instagram and Facebook as well? Yeah, mostly on Facebook I will advertise the most. Um, I try Mm -hmm. to post flyers about it or uh, go live to talk about them. I'm hoping that I'm going to have even more shows throughout the winter, possibly doing the Swaya show um, this winter in Santa Fe. And um, in the fall, the Herd Museum show in Phoenix. But I'm waiting Mm -hmm. to find out if I get in. I know that I'm accepted into the Swaya show, but I have to get on there tomorrow and pay before the big booth is gone because it's limited availability for that. Uh, That show is incredible. Uh, I always do it in the summer. And that's where the best of the best are for native art. And Mm -hmm. I've heard the herd show is really good, but I've never shown there either. So I'm hoping to expand a little into Arizona, Illinois, and um, I'll also be showing in Oklahoma the second weekend, the second Friday in October. So I'll be at the Stash Flower Market And we have a little art walk here in Norman uh, the second Friday of every month. And it's really a cool thing. There's a lot of local artists here uh, and have, they've really revived the town and the main street area. So I'll be down there setting up, having stuff for sale. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, I'm going to post, your information so that listeners, if they're interested, they can just go to my website later tonight and they can click on it. It'll take them to your Facebook and to your Instagram so they can take a look at your artwork and um, find out where you're showing your artwork because listeners are, yeah, I have listeners from all over the country. So, you know, they may be up there in Oklahoma or in Arizona or right here in Austin, Texas. So, yeah. Great. Well, I ship all over the world and usually for free, so um it can really shorten the distance between us online. <laughs> oh yeah. That's great. 
Yeah. Okay. I think everybody deserves real art. So you'll have a hard time finding somebody slinging fine art, one of one, you know, no copies, only originals for the price that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, you know, that's really special. I've always appreciated original artwork. Good. Yeah, I think most oh, yeah. people do, and they just don't think they can afford it, or they don't see themselves as an art collector. And I enjoy being uh, kind of a go-between, just a regular folk who's maybe, you know, getting their first adult life going and making that first art purchase. You know, sometimes people right. will buy something a couple hundred dollars, and then a couple years later, they're comfortable spending a couple thousand dollars because. Once you start to buy art, you realize how much fun it is. It can be a very heartwarming experience. You know, somebody takes the time to craft something uh, very special by hand, you know, and that's something Mm -hmm. that we should always try to keep going, you know, and not just buy a print from Target, you know. I agree. I agree. You're like the gateway. Yeah, the gateway like to in. You can art. be a collector. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, as I said, I will post all this, and I hope to meet you possibly when you're here in Austin. I, I you know, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to make it there because it, that sounds like fun. And, oh, it's fun. Um, yeah, and I'm likely going to order a piece from you. So. Oh, great. Well, I'm going yeah. to start my Christmas sale, so I've been trying to get myself to do a live feed. I think I might do it tonight, so you should get on there because um, I'm going to have a lot of good prices on canvases, various sizes, and then you can just pick whatever you like and just send me a photo, pay through PayPal. It's really very simple. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. So very nice speaking with you, Lauren. You as well. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you so much. Good luck getting into the shows that you're trying to get into. Yes, thank you. Fingers crossed they all accept me and I get red dots and ribbons. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, you have a good evening. You as well. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. All right. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Come to the end of another program. And before Art knocks us off the air, let me let you all know what's happening next week. Um, Next Sunday, October the 7th, we'll be back with another great program. And we will be joined um, once again by best-selling author, teacher, and facilitator of workshops in the Toltec tradition, including many workshops that she's taught with Don Miguel Ruiz, the author of The Four Agreements, um, Heather Ash Amara, who is becoming very well known in her own right, giving many workshops around the country. And she will be discussing her new book that she co-authored with Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. called The Seven Secrets to Healthy, Happy Relationships. And we will have more. We always have more. Um, We don't know yet what more, but it's always great. So um, stay tuned for that and tune in October 7th or listen to the podcast. 
And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information from this show and get the website links that my guests all spoke about, um, learn about upcoming shows, listen to previous programs, find out about my book, read my blog, all of that, all of that is at my website, drmarakartel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And I, the link to the podcast along with all of those website links will be posted later tonight on my post on my website about this program. So I do urge you to look at that. There are a lot of websites mentioned by my guests and I think that you'd be interested in them. It's really interesting information that they have to share. You can also listen to the podcast of this program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash your golden years. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, and my other Facebook page, The Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Carpell. This evening's program was produced by Compass Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by neurologist and memory specialist, Dr. Ronald DeVere, and by Storyhouse. And special thanks to my guests, Terry Hershey, Lucinder Wierenga, Lauren J. Reed, and of course, thank you to Art, and thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring week, and remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone. guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show.